Hello, everyone. Good morning to Tamil that is here with me as a special guest. He is in the IT business and is someone that I just met like, what, one month ago, something like that. So, Tamil, welcome to my show. Uh, we're going to be talking about a little bit to you, uh, about your story. Uh, but before doing that, can you tell the people that are listening uh, how we met? Hi, Luis. Thanks for inviting me for the podcast. Hello, everyone. Uh, I met Luis in uh, one of the business networking events uh, organized, hosted by Landed for Success in Toronto. That's where I met Luis. And it was a great event. And we were able to get in touch with uh, so many key uh, uh, people and personalities in the GTA. It was uh, nice meeting you, Luis, there. Yes, isn't it that crazy how these networking events can connect people, right? Uh, yesterday was the second time that I that I seen you, and uh, and it was awesome. We learned so much about technology, how to implement WhatsApp in your business, and you came up with so many questions. And I'm pretty sure that you still have some questions about it uh, for Jay. Um, and we're gonna go in detail a little bit on on IT things that you know because uh, you uh, your expertise are in in um, cybersecurity, right? Yes, that's right. Awesome. Okay, so for the people that don't know you, who is Tamil Matu? And what can you say? Where you come? What's your background? I'm from India. I'm a computer science engineering graduate from India. I awesome. have I have worked in uh, Lockheed uh, Martin's contractor. I was worked in air defense in NATO Joint Forces in Kuwait. For a few years before I moved to mm -hmm. Canada, I landed in Canada in 2010. Started 2010. working, yeah, and started working as a full-time employee in a private company as a security analyst. That's where I kickstarted my cybersecurity career, and I worked there for about four years. Switched to different roles and promotions, and after four years, I decided to start doing my own independent consulting. Then I started uh, doing independent contracts, con doing consulting for Fortune 500 companies and big corporate wow. ban banks and everything and incorporated myself. Uh, uh, the name of uh, my incorporation is RN, IT security company. Uh, RN is a Tamil word, which means uh, security. Block. That's awesome. That's awesome. You're linking all together in one name. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's awesome. You. So you were saying about uh, uh, back home uh, of the record that uh, you were saying that uh, you you were trying hard to get your job as an IT and it was so hard that you decided to take that entrepreneurship that it was in within yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. how was that sparkle? What was the moment that you can say, oh, you know, I took the decision because of this? Uh, back in those days, uh, even now in India, the competition uh, to get to a job is very, very tough. Uh, mm -hmm. Back in those days, uh, when I was looking for a job, uh, there were like four or five levels of interviews to get through to before you get a job offer from any IT company. Uh, that includes wow. an aptitude test, a technical interview, um, group discussion, and then HR interview. So you got to get passed through all these hurdles before getting to uh, most of uh, my interviews, my job hunt, it's ended in HR interview or in group discussions. I go through most of the hurdles, but mm -hmm. I couldn't get the last 
part or sometimes I have no idea why I didn't get a job offer. They always say, okay, you passed everything, we will get back to you with a job offer. We just need yeah. some time, but I never get it. Uh, we, I was searching, looking for a job with a group of my friends. Uh, we were all staying alone in a, in a small room, sharing everything. And everyone got the job except me. And I was the one always finished the aptitude test first, coding test first, yeah. and everything. But so uh, one day I thought maybe it's not meant for me um, because I uh, mostly it's because of frustration. But one day, yeah. uh, for some reason, I thought I walked about 15 kilometers after a final interview and then they didn't get the job. I just walked back uh, to the room. Uh, it, it's in Chennai. It's a metro city in my state. I just walked in the traffic all the way to my room. And then I thought yeah. maybe it's not meant for me. Maybe it's a sign that I should just give up and uh, destiny you know, pursue, talking. Eh? Exactly, pursue my yeah. success and, uh, somewhere else. This is not my place. That's the feeling I got uh, somehow after a year period of wow. job hunting. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, so you were mentioning uh, about going all there, and now that you are in Canada, you came in Canada in. Um, when was that that you landed here in Canada in 2010? Yes, 2010. 2010. So you've been here for 12 years and those 12 years has been a grind for you. Can you tell yeah, a little bit of the time. story for, for you? You were saying that you work for, you came here with a work permit, working uh, under someone for four years, right? Yeah. I and... moved here uh, with a, a different kind of expertise. Uh, before I come here, I worked okay. in a, I worked in air defense. I had military experience. I'm a oh, civilian wow. with a civilian uh, contractor, worked with the military uh, in uh, with the NATO Joint Forces in Middle East. So I came with a different experience. I came, I landed here as a skilled immigrant uh, through the skilled immigration process as a okay. permanent resident. And when I started looking for a job, uh, I tried at Canada Forces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, it's a classified job. So they said I got to get in once, uh, only after I get my citizenship. So mm-hmm. that's not an option for me for at least first yeah. three years. Then I started looking for jobs and I got an entry-level job in a security operations center uh, in a private company where you had to do rotating shift, monitoring the security alerts and everything. So that's wow. how I got into it. That's the very, very entry-level job. And the great opportunity that I got there is I had to check so many different kind of technology, security technologies for monitoring. So I got my, uh, I got opportunity to get my hands on with so Mm -hmm. many different technologies. And I got so curious, you know, I was like a small boy in a big uh, Toys R Us. Oh, so many toys, like, like that feeling. So I was, I got so curious. I, I, I spend maybe every day 12 to 14 hours with work and also studying about those technologies. I got so wow. fascinated. Wow. So I got so, so I got really fascinated. And I, I can uh, tell that because yesterday when uh, Jay was talking about how to implement WhatsApp, I, I can see your excitement when he was talking about uh, about the technology, what you can do mm-hmm. in your business, how how you can implement mm-hmm. and automate your business yeah. just through WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. That is something mm-hmm. super new. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's awesome, man. I, I love that. So now yeah. uh, I'm in the mortgage industry and mm-hmm. database is something very important for us. Mm-hmm. Right. So yep. what are the things that you 
have seen that people have to take care of when it's about database? Database, uh, especially uh, database, the value of the database or uh, the assessing the how much uh, important your database is based on what are the mm -hmm. values that you store. And we have uh, so many compliances and policies that are being enforced by uh, cybersecurity law in the country mm -hmm. that you live in. Uh, for example, there is a PII data that means personally identifiable information. Yeah. For, the, for example, your full name, date of birth, or, uh, yeah. um, you know, uh, driver's license or SIN number. These are all any data that you can relate or trace back to a single individual that's called PAI data. So if you're, you're storing in your database any PAI data or credit card information, banking, financial related information, that needs to be protected. How you protect mm -hmm. your database? Make sure it's encrypted, not able to, not able to uh, accessible by anyone and everyone can reach your system. So make sure your system has privileged access management. Only certain people with certain privileges can access it. Only with, even if they have the privileged access, they should have an encryption key to decrypt the data and read it to get in a readable format. Wow. So, yeah. And in your experience, what is the, the biggest mistake that people do in let, oh, for, I don't know, in, in this kind of topics? The biggest mistake is uh, exchanging information in plain text. Okay. For example, yeah, if, if you're sending your information in a uh, notepad file or a Word document or having a those info, for example, if you're a my agent or if you're a mortgage broker, collecting mm -hmm. all those information of your clients, if you're saving them on your hard disk uh, without being encrypted, and if, for example, if you lose your device or it got mm -hmm. stolen, then those all those information, if it ends up in, in wrong hands, they can mm -hmm. use it for malicious purposes. So uh, wow. encryption, saving data, or exchanging data in plain text, those are the big weaknesses that I see and also protecting your devices. If you're in a business where you have to store all this information belongs to any of those compliances, mm -hmm. make sure your whole device is encrypted. So even if it gets stolen, they cannot yeah. decrypt it and it, the data is still safe. Awesome. So when uh, when someone comes to your desk, what are they asking for to secure their uh, uh, database or what's... Uh, your main job when someone hires you? So usually it depends on the business they are in. For example, okay. if I go to- Let's say in, uh, in real estate, let's put it in real estate. When someone in real estate mm -hmm. hires you, what would, the, mm -hmm. what would be your, your job to do with them? It's protecting their database, customer mm -hmm. information, PAI data, number one. Number mm -hmm. two, insider threats. For example, people okay. uh, in, inside the company who are already employee, uh, yeah. about stealing data or stealing the customer database, stealing all the contacts, uh, those kind of things. Those are the two main things. And also how to protect their ecosystem, the network, the computers, all those electronic, the whole office network or the whole IT setup from infections. So the infections, the malware infection mm -hmm. or virus infection that happens by any simple very you know plain and simple user mistakes just by clicking a wrong link uh, just by visiting a wrong website it you make get the whole network the whole ecosystem infected that's one of one of the key uh, 
you know, selling point, people come to me. Wow. Wow. And uh, in your experience, what's the, what's the uh, most weird experience that you have had in uh, as a cybersecurity IT guy? I have so, so many incidents like that to share, oh, really? but some of some of them are confidential. I oh, okay, okay, uh, we can tell. talk about it. Uh, yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, so the one thing I can share about is, uh, in general, is mm. if you read about any huge companies or any huge networks being getting hacked, it's all happened through user mistakes. Uh, usually, the hacking does not going to happen like how we see in movies. It takes yeah. a lot of time and effort and patience to break into a network or finding a loophole in a network unless the network So it's not like in the movies that they just put a computer? No, like no. They go put a computer, <laughs> boom, 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 one, two, three, four, five, yeah. open, boom, that's exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. yeah, no, it's not happened that way. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So it, yeah, it takes a lot of time. Uh, most of the, if you read about all those major hacks in the history, how the big companies got hacked, it's always mostly phishing or yeah. some user clicking a wrong link. It's always the end user mistake, end user error. There is patching for all the vulnerabilities, for all the operating system, for the applications, and all the devices that you got, but there is no patching for human error. So, uh, yeah, so it's always important to make sure your uh, team or your, if you're in big business, or if you have employees mm. or your team, make sure they are all aware of security. Security awareness is key. Back then, back in the time, about five years ago or 10 years ago, yeah. if you work in a company, the use of electronics, use of internet is sometimes limited. Now, no matter what job you do, what industry you are in, uh -huh. even if you are in a, uh, in a handyman or if you're in trades where you go check plumbing, you use phones now. All so your I, phones, is, have, all your phones are like a... Yeah, I have a question. So when you go, let's say, uh, I don't know, a coffee shop, I don't want to say names or any any coffee shop or whatever part that has Wi-Fi and you have your laptop because you don't have internet and you go there used to use the internet. Mm -hmm. Is is that something secure to do if you have the database, like very important data, uh, database? No, it's not secure. I would avoid if, you're, if your device has sensitive data or if you're going in to access sensitive data through that internet connection, uh -huh. it's it's better to avoid and I would recommend I would not recommend that using a public Wi-Fi wow. to get into sensitive data unless you have a you can use a VPN connection encrypted connection established to your server before you retrieve uh -huh. data it's safe but uh, directly using that internet connection to access it's not safe wow that's that's very important because I've seen many people uh, going there mm -hmm. and having their computers. I don't know what they're doing, right? But I just I was just curious to know if it's safe yeah. or not working on those yeah. places. Exactly. I have seen people using uh, Wi-Fi without password in public places. They just oh, there's a free Wi-Fi. Let's hook yeah. to it and use the internet. Most most of the time, it could be a honeypot. Uh, remember, there is an attack. Really? Uh, there is an attack scenario called Man in the Middle. Okay. Where where they act as the middleman. So they once you can, the middleman is uh, sitting between you and the internet. So that Wi-Fi honey spot, and then you send a request to Google. They get your request and they send you a fake Google page, and they let you to sign in. They get your password and everything. It's a very uh, playbook. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, it's a very uh, wow. one of the famous uh, man in the middle attack scenario. Uh, they always use it. So never use anything free internet or public Wi-Fi unless you really, really need it. And our, your device or your access not going to expose any so sensitive data. Just for yeah. the people that are listening, uh, free Wi-Fi is not always secure mm. and try to avoid it. That's, ex that's what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Is there any other tips to to have um, you know to be secure for all these mm -hmm. cyber cyber attacks and cyber uh, hacking stuff? Always uh, use passwords, complex passwords, and different passwords for each account. What about the people that have account? the same pass password for that, everything? Yeah, that's a big no no. Always use different passwords for different accounts. I know it's hard. There are uh, password managers available uh, from uh, so many different vendors you can use. A lot of them are free of charge. Uh, you can use them to manage so many passwords and lock them yeah. in your password manager with a single complex password. And the right now, the industry standard is to maintain 16 16 uh, characters wow. six, 16 characters length password with mixed with uppercase lowercase special characters and numbers i only have um, eight <laughs> need to yeah, work on that. it started yeah yeah it's, it's, it started with the eight right um when so the hackers can get cut into the passwords through uh brute force attacks where mm -hmm. uh, they run a dictionary of words or combination of words and throw it at the login page but these days uh, brute force attacks are not successful because um, most of the uh, computer systems get locked once you give three times or four times or five times they have certain limitations based on how you configure it after three failed attempts of login it will just lock the account for 30 minutes or one hour and then you can try until then so there wow. are a lot of uh, time limitations and time constraint in getting into password so if you have a very very smaller password it's easy to guess easy to break through really um, yeah so always have a long password and uh, they always try to uh, if it, to make it easier to remember you can mm -hmm. phrase it um, based on your likings like if you have a uh, for example if you have a honda civic red color you can have your password as uh, red honda civic uh -huh. and in, instead of e uh, use three yeah, where oh, if you have if you have one use it. i something like that makes it with uppercase and lowercase yeah and numbers and throw some special characters that resemble the alphabets for example if in uh, red honda civic if there is a a use x symbol instead of a something mm -hmm. like that so that you remember the password uh for um, so something that i Something that I heard from people or people that I know is that it's just hard to remember passwords. So they just go for something easy and everything there, you know, and mm -hmm. for the people that is listening, please don't do it because uh, as you're hearing right now with Tamil, that's not secure. People can get into your information and, and joke around and do many things that you cannot even imagine. Right. Exactly. So yep. what is the worst yeah. thing that can happen if someone steals your, um, your uh, PI. Um, yeah, they I, can take over your, yeah, if they know your password, they will check, they can uh, do some, uh, you know, digging your data, they do some data research on you. So if they find out where your bank account is and the chances of using the same password for all your accounts, it could be the mm -hmm. same. 
or email addresses, anything you ever you posted on internet, they can go back and find out your email addresses. If you have multiple email addresses or any accounts uh, using that email addresses, they can they will always try to use the same passwords if they can get into. And uh, most of the another common mistake people make is uh, storing their password in plain text so that they can mm. remember, uh, write it in a paper using a stick notes and all those kind of stuff. Uh, so never ever do that, and that's why uh, in last few years, people, uh, all the vendors, all the service providers, now they are introducing a two-factor authentication. Yeah. Uh, so you have multiple. I don't uh, like it. <laughs> <laughs> I know security always uh, not a friend of users. It's not user friendly. We mm. hear that a lot in our uh, business. So. Yeah. Uh, so always use two-factor authentication. It's uh, what you know and what you have, right? What you know is your password. That's first yeah. factor. What you have is the key, um, the secret one-time password, the secret number that you get from your soft tokens like uh, on your phone, like Microsoft Authenticator or Okta or uh, Google Authenticator. You can uh, link that to your account and you, after you enter your password, it will ask for the secret mm. number it generates or it sends you a notification, you can accept it to from your phone. So always wear enable two-factor authentication. Pretty much all the service providers, most of the websites, uh, they have two-factor authentication enabled these days because to avoid situations like where you store your passwords very visible and it gets stolen. Wow. Well, thank you so much for all this information, Tamil. It's very useful yeah. and mostly for the, the business that I am in. Uh, we handle very serious information and uh, we have to take care of it. So uh, before we wrap this up, is there any tip that you can give to entrepreneurs that are starting or someone that is just, just have the dream there, but still like, I don't know, something like that. Um, maybe it's not for me, maybe yes. So what can you say to those people to, or to inspire them to pursue their dream and to go ahead? Like, don't, don't get scared, just get the step. Yeah, never give up. I know initially it's it'll be very hard when you start in the beginning. It'll mm -hmm. be tough. It'll be frustrating, and uh, it, it, they can you know you get uh, pushed all around to, to get things done the way you want. But never give up. Keep working hard and never ever give up. Things will fall into places. You know, everything will work out at the end. Never lose hope, and fight hard. Love and hard. never lose hope. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And there's any book that uh, that you can recommend to read? I have. Uh, there are so many books about internet security. Uh, if uh, if you want to, you want a book about internet security, you can read yes. uh, online online recommendations from uh, when security vendors. So you can check uh, reading uh, security vendors articles because security is a ever changing uh, lens. Uh, you know. It's, it's very dynamic. Security changes okay. every day. So there is no standard uh, best uh, you know best book to read. It, the landscape changes. But okay. uh, if you read, yeah, you can, um, there is, uh, you know, so many uh, articles, so many knowledge-based articles, so many uh, security articles comes up. So always stay on top of uh, latest security trends, latest uh, security threatscape that they are changing once. Internet is the best source for internet security. Perfect. Thank you, Tamil. Yeah. So now yeah. before we wrap this up and just last mm -hmm. thing, uh, how can people contact you for your services? 
they can contact me through my email address. Uh, and uh, I have a website as well, rnitsecurity.com. And uh, you can contact me through my phone number, which is 647-963-9856. You can text me and I will definitely get back to you. And uh, we'll go from there. Perfect. Sounds great. Well, Tamil, thank you so much for your time. It was uh, it was great. The topic about IT uh, uh, cybersecurity. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your experience on this topic. And we'll be more than happy to have you again. Have you again in another episode. Thank you. Thank you so much, Luis. I'm I'm glad I was able to share this information. And thanks for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. I hope uh, this is uh, this was very helpful to everyone listening. 100%. Thank you so much again. See you in the next one. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to it.